Uh-oh. Peter Dutton. Supposed to be part of that 11-on-3 handicap match. John later on tonight. And Peter Dutton. Now being assaulted by... Scott Morrison. Scott Morrison. He's here to dance. Scott Morrison. Insurrection continuing tonight on SmackDown. Peter Dutton. A triple bomb! Modest house, a picket fence, a couple kids, some common sense, a job to pay your mortgage or your rent. And all these goals are understood, but misery is a public good, so come and feed your sorrows till you're spent. Well, just to come, the captain said, the icebergs only dead ahead, the men will keep the engines fed, I have a deal with God. We're at the end of history, there ain't a hope for you or me, when workers philanthropically believe in the economy, but what a feast for tired eyes, the poison earth, the boiling skies, everyone their own death spies, remember when the world was wise, we know, no, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I fucked up the intro order last week, so you don't get an introduction today. You know what you're listening to. Uh, we're going to bang on straight ahead with the headlines. Uh, Darcy, this headline comes from my heart. It's original reportage from me. You know how you were talking a couple of weeks ago or last week about how it would be quite interesting if there was a show that was just a stupid person struggling to deal with the uh, vagaries of the real world and stuff. I remember. Hey, hey, Darcy, do you want to talk about Derek? I... Ah, I forgot about Derek. Yeah, I have... Re- so my headline is, Derek is the weirdest fucking show <laughs> I have ever seen in my whole life. I still haven't seen Derek, because I saw the Ricky Gervais yeah. pulling his face yep. and doing the kind of helpless white man hands, and I decided I didn't want to go yeah, any further. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> listen, listen, it's very... <laughs> I can't recommend it to anybody on the basis of it being a good show, because it's not really. Has he finally found a landmine that has actually blown up under him? Or is it, I understand it's kind of acclaimed. People seem to like it. Well, here's the thing. It's not mean. It's not bad because Ricky Gervais is taking the piss out of disabled people, because he's not. Ah. If anything, he's doing a kind of naive sacralization of the innocence of the mentally ill. But, uh... It's so sincere. It's so, so fucking sincere. To come from Ricky Gervais, it's like a genuinely mind-blowing thing. It's the most painfully earnest show I think I've ever watched. And it is all about how Derek is like just the kindest person in the room and kindness solves every problem. Of course it doesn't, because, you know, how does Derek vote, for example? Uh... And everybody loves Derek, and there's lots of soft piano music and stuff, and, like, I think, with a bit of a tune-up, because Ricky Gervais has obviously never written anything sincere before Derek, and so he's not very, like, attuned to the sort of ins and outs of personal kindness. (laughs) So with a bit of assistance on the script and somebody else playing the main character, it could have been okay. I watched the whole thing in short order. It's fucking interesting, but it's not good. That makes sense. There are a couple of standout scenes. Look, your, your first foray into anything will usually be less than spectacular, unless yeah. you've got some sort of fluke up your sleeve. I don't think he's going to keep going down that road and pull anything else out, though. I think this is his one big sentimental piece. And it's just... It's bizarre. Everybody... 
criticism is too myopic and binary, right? They're like, is it good? Is it bad? Fucking don't think about that. Go out and watch it, ladies and gentlemen. Is it interesting or not? Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's buck wild. And the most moving scene is one where Ricky Gervais, like, balls his eye out over a dog that's being put down. And he fucking, he loses it. And it's impossible not to be at least a little bit affected by it just because of the principle (laughs) of human empathy. And... It's so mawkish and weird that to, to have that come out of nowhere and then to go back to his weird gaping and gurning and shit. Well, I suppose... fucking bizarre. The reason that The Office and Extras worked the way they did mm. is I'd forgotten about all these bits until we started thinking about this. But The Office especially, and Extras a bit, is riddled with incredibly sympathetic... Yeah. Weighty emotional moments. Oh, yeah. And the kind of, what was it, the Christmas special conclusion episode where he wrapped all the storylines up? Mm, for The Office or for For The extra? Office. Yeah. Was that, had, had like, kind of profundity has always lurked around yeah. Ricky Gervais' work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of The Office and I'm a fan of Extras. We rewatched Extras recently and, like, the, the Christmas special for that is a little bit polarizing, apparently, but I like it. It ends in this big... Uh, fucking barn burner speech on Celebrity Big Brother, and it's a oh, very hard on Celebrity film. Big Brother. Yeah. That's what, I haven't seen the Christmas special for extras, but I will now. Yeah, it's it's worth watching, and there's long stretches where it's not funny. It's just people's lives falling apart because they're dickheads or because they're unlucky. And then yeah, this big sentimental moment, and I guess he tried to harness just that, or he got. I don't know if I have much more to act. Uh, ad other than just it's surprisingly interesting fucking fascinating i can't overemphasize it might be an antidote to insatiable i might give it a look in yeah give it a look see how you feel oh and carl pilkington is in it and he's the best actor (laughs) in the thing with the best character he's only in the first season is he playing his usual i'm surprisingly intelligent for a Massive idiot kind of thing. Well, he he's not even really an idiot. He's no, just, no, he's he, not. But he does. No, this. I mean his character. Oh, I mean right, his character. Like he plays a reasonably semi-competent handyman at the old folks' home where Derek works, and uh, he has a, a few little moments of triumph where he gets to put the boot up some asshole and stuff. It's fucking. It's strange. Hmm. It's just. It's. It's. <sighs> It sounds like it's a show about the staff from the hotel Mm. in Alan Partridge. Mm. I mean, yeah, kind of, if you just make that hotel an old folks' home instead. Yeah. Uh, But that said, it's not a good show, uh, so I would also just (laughs) like to... Just saving my reputation here before anyone goes and runs towards it. Well, no, like with Insatiable, how I offered up some freaks as an alternative, perhaps for this I would like to say that if you want a very emotionally affecting story that kind of hinges on kindness, go watch Flowers. It's two seasons long. Uh, It's Julian Barrett, Olivia Coleman. Oh, I like uh, them. Yeah, and it's fucking one of the one of my favorite uh, little British comedies. I'm putting scare quotes in, listener, uh, of the last little while. Right. <clears throat> Brilliantly written, 
And uh, yeah, that's my first headline. I'm just fucking still baffled <laughs> and excited by how strange Derek was. What's your first headline? My first headline. Going to ease us into this politics nonsense. <sighs> it's been that kind of week. Bill Shorten mm. is now. Mm-hmm. Wait, you got to let me. You got to let me swallow my champagne. Wait yeah. for this. Bill Shorten is Australia's preferred prime minister, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it takes a fucking Hillsong psychopath, yeah. as prime minister, to put Shorten <laughs> over the over the fence, but he's there. <laughs> what a fucking! He's cri- more appealing than Scott Morrison. What a Christmas week for this a man who skates to work man, on children's blood. Yeah. Fuck me. It's crazy. When I saw that, I was... And it's not, like, a little tip, either. That's quite a big leap. 12 points Labor's up now, which means they've gained 10 points since Mm. the Liberal Party decided to kill itself. Yeah. (sighs) Fucking unbelievable. I mean, it's good for, I guess, the electorate. It's great for the electorate. Because when Malcolm Turnbull said that the party was competitive under him, he wasn't lying. The Labor Party did have... I think, a, a, a two- to three-point lead that vacillated. Yeah. But his preferred prime ministership rating was so much higher than Bill Shorten's yeah. that the Liberal Party under Malcolm were still contenders. Yeah. Now they're going to be very lucky to save some of their oldest and most trusted seats from yeah. disappearing. I can see a Liberal Party actually devolving into its pre-Mingus condition of... <laughs> competing conservative actual parties not factions yeah. but literally oppositional parties nothing would surprise me at the moment uh look scott morrison is a dog shit uh public speaker as well he's like, bad at everything yeah he's not even good at maths he's got my maths level <laughs> so that's it there's not a there's not a huge amount to go into because that is also going to be a topic of discussion well, later yeah, we're, on we're, we're, we're getting to that uh for the topics right we are getting that to that for the topics, but this was just this one specific headline, cold, yeah. hard numbers. Unbelievable. Labor now have every single advantage, yeah. and the Liberals have less than 12 months to turn it all around. It turns out that you can polish a turd. You can. It just has to be your enemy's turd. Well, coprolite is fossilised turd. You can yeah. polish that. That's a stone. There you go. And Bill Shorten is nothing if not a fossil, so <laughs> welcome to the trophy cabinet. Bill Shorten, you polished turd. Uh, shall we? We shall. Proceed. Uh, so my second headline is, I don't have a particular headline because everybody has been talking about it in the most disgusting, eulogising terms. Uh, John McCain died of his brain cancer. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, the world is tripping over itself to suck his body's dick, which, <laughs> listen... I can appreciate the personal value that says uh, I'm going to be kind to the guy because he's just died and his family's mourning or whatever. And whatever, that's fine. But you can't... A lot of people are jumping down the throats of people who criticise John McCain in the, in the wake of his passing. And I don't think that you can protect somebody's reputation just because they've died because then these ghouls who only care about legacy will see that it's fine to just do whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> do whatever you want. and purely by virtue of passing through the veil you get mythologized as some hero 
How many planes have you crashed, Darcy? I have not crashed any planes. I haven't crashed any planes either. John McCain has crashed infinity times more planes than that. He's crashed five (laughs) planes. I'd say he wasn't a very good pilot. (laughs) He wasn't a very good pilot. Or senator. He fucking burnt down an aircraft carrier or something. He was fucking strongly in favour of the Iraq war. He's responsible for the deaths of... Hundreds of thousands of people overseas and in his own country. Yeah, but based Kieran, on his but Kieran, legislation. Kieran, yes. you're forgetting the important thing. He what? was so presentable. He was presentable and civilized. And he voted against that one piece Did of you legislation. See, he he holds the spoon sideways when he eats his soup. He doesn't slurp it off the end. Unbelievable. He doesn't hold his knife like it's a pen. Yeah, you know his elbows are by his sides. He 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 well, makes passing efforts to think about. Yeah, things that aren't himself, and he was very mean to Donald Trump. You know, I, I yeah. think you're being unfair to the man. Am I? All right, he achieved nothing in his career, but yeah, um, yeah. apart from boosting Sarah mm. Palin onto the international stage, oh yeah, and yeah, no, that was unleashing this uh, that's a good point. demon of absolute derangement upon the American public and consequently the rest of the planet. But yeah, uh, he wasn't a complete failure. As I say, he was apparently a very nice man. And yeah, yeah, and determined. Uh, because I think he was in an episode of Parks and Rec with Newt Gingrich. Yeah, yeah, I believe that is the case. Another national hero, Newt Gingrich. Uh, uh, McCain was determined because not only did he do the uh, admittedly heroic thing of refusing to be ransomed out and staying with his men in a prisoner of war camp, not only did he do that, he then redoubled on that determination when he said that... Uh, the U.S. would be willing to stay in Iraq for a hundred years if necessary. Iraq, a war you may remember, uh, based purely on strong foundations of uh, factual intelligence. Well, he can not he, corrupted by. There's an easy way to get out of that because they'll only need to be there until the mid twenties mm. to make it a hundred years since they started to get involved. Yeah. So that's yeah. A, it's a more foreseeable outcome than. Yeah, I didn't care for the man, Darcy. I didn't care for the man. I think you're being unfair. I think he was just the sort of chap you could have taken home to meet your mother. I think this is is my final. It thought. is a shame uh, about all the innocent dead people, but mm. but the respect. But he was just so presentable. Mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. means nothing to you. It it does mean something to me. Look, you're such I'm, an extremist. I'm, I'm willing to. <laughs> I'm willing to make a bargain. I'm going to let people eulogize John McCain. Uh Provided they also find out the identities of every civilian killed uh, by U.S. bombing campaigns in Iraq and eulogize them also. I'm going to say Muhammad will be a record. Do I have to get their whole names? Yeah, you can't just... Listen, life would be easy if you could just say (laughs) Muhammad again and again and again and again and get everybody there. No, you've got to have last names as well. You've got to know what they did. You have to say something about their service uh, to their country or their family. There's a mm. smattering of poetic timing with McCain's death yep. because it is rep- he was representative of a previous Republican Party, wasn't he? Yeah. That was less uh, emotional, more rational, greedy, but about sort of real politic mm. and financial pragmatism as opposed to this um i suppose you might say unhinged fanatical racist zeal yeah so the question becomes if a party falls in the uss forestall 
<laughs> and nobody's around to give a shit. Do we survive the next 50 years? Um, that's it, though. That's that's my McCain news. Oh, well. Whatever. Here's to John. To John. And his fucking mental daughter. Oh, yeah. 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 The fucking... Also good father. Put that on the... Uh, yeah. Don't politicise John McCain's death. Well, his daughter is going to fucking skate by on the political capital of his death now for the next who knows how long. She's got... Socialism. She's got maternity leave to fight, Kieran. The fucking... Ah, the fact that she's arguing against policies that... People with the same brain cancer are not getting treatment because they won't institute the policies. Because they can't afford it because they're lazy. Oh, yeah. Kieran, if you incentivise people to get brain cancer so they don't Mm. have to work, then... (laughs) Yeah. It's the thin the end of the wedge. The entire country will ground, grind it's a, to a halt. It's a Benite to be honest, at this point, if either case is true, if socialism destroys America once and for all, or if it raises <laughs> it to a new height of prosperity, equal, I'm fine with either e- fucking option. Equal so, win. Yeah, communism <laughs> now. Full communism now. Do it. Let's, let's go on. What's your next headline? <laughs> uh, my next headline is about... Planted churches. What's a planted church? This was a report from the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, but mm. it was actually a written article. Oh. A planted church is essentially where you get a young, groovy pastor. It's all, it's it's exclusively Protestants at this stage, I should say. Mm. The Catholics are having nothing to do with it. And of the Protestant churches, it is like the Pentecostals and the Baptists and all the ones you really don't want to be having a resurgence. But mm. these are little churches with uh, informal meeting halls. Yeah. Echoes back to the original uh, Nazarene and his comings and goings about the... Uh, the Middle Eastern desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might find them in local bowls clubs. Right. You'll probably find them in RSLs. Probably, presumably. And RSLs are weird. you will definitely find them in remand centres, I would say, within the next ah. five to six years. Yes. But they are churches who are supported. This is a crucial thing. Mm-hmm. They're supported financially by insidious, vast commercial interests, such as Hillsong. Yep. And the hundreds of millions of Hillsong equivalents that you get yeah. in the United States of America and South Korea. Really? Huge megachurch culture in South Korea. Interesting. What I knew the- that there was a pretty strong Christian uh, population there, but I didn't realise they had crazy super church stuff. Going. They do. There's there's a guy who's got one which is about the size of the Melbourne cricket ground. Fucking And hell. I've forgotten his name. I should have rustled it up before I came on, but he claims credit for stopping the North Korean advance. Is the prayers of the faithful that are holding back the Antichrist. Oh, of course. Nothing says a personal relationship with God like being a Like geopolitical neuron. consequences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. It's got nothing to do with the uh, combined might of two of the world's most powerful military forces. Yeah. It's your prayer group. But, yeah, yeah, we get these little um, spores are starting to spring up across the Australian suburban landscape. Yeah, yeah. So if you do live in a suburb with an RSL or a bowls club, which I guarantee that you will have one or the other, you might want to consider 
moseying on down with an attentive eye. Mm, and an open heart. the duplicitous hipster with the easy smile on his dial. Mm-hmm. And Brought start asking him some Lord Jesus Christ. very difficult questions about ontology, teleology, and all the various other pseudo-academic bullshit they try to push onto people. Hey. Crush this nonsense before it gets out of control. Yeah. And if they do want to get all seriously Christian about it, give them some Kierkegaard. Baffle them with somebody who actually was capable of contemplating the difficult theological questions. That's a very optimistic uh, outlook, I think, that Kierkegaard is going to... That he hasn't reached sort of maximal damage saturation at this point in time. There's I don't a think... whole new generation who've never been exposed to a man who pointed out that being mm. a believing Christian is actually far more difficult than being an atheist. Yeah. Far more lonely and miserable experience if you take it seriously, as he did. Yeah. And you can use him very effectively in the early mm. stages of these uh, infestations. Yeah. Sure. I mean, these people barely listen to fucking Jesus Christ. Uh, the Naz. So, the Naz, yeah. Jesus, the Naz, <laughs> Nazanin. Um I, I doubt that they're going to listen to our old mate Soren. But, yeah, do what Darcy says, because I don't have anything better to offer as a tactic. Give them some Kierkegaard. Or Beckett, if that fails. <laughs> or just be an obnoxious drunk and scare everybody Yeah, well, away yeah, if the- you're an RSL... <laughs> Hold on. If you're in an RSL, adopt the camouflage. <laughs> Fucking go down in clothes that are just clean enough to pass muster. And <laughs> fucking start sinking VBs. Get in their face about it. Ask them what footy team they support for and uh, they support and then get in their face no matter what they say. You don't know what it was like before your iPhones. Up at half past four to milk the cows in the winter. Waiting for the urine to come down to warm your hands. That's how we <laughs> used to live. And now you're sitting here talking about Jesus with your phones. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Well, speaking of our intense fundamentalist or evangelical weird churches, I think... I'm feeling a little low energy at the moment, not just because of the relentless grind of the last week and all of the politics news, but because I don't really have space in my brain or my heart for anything except for the topic that we're about to discuss, which is, of course, the big news item of the week. It is incredible. The Liberal Party have decided they've, to lose the next election. Yeah, they're fully fucking self-destructed, and there are so many <laughs> facets to the bomb they strap to themselves to do it that, like... It's so difficult to even start. Um, yeah. Certainly, uh, the press have been desperately trying to keep up with it. Yeah. Some of the most intelligent journalists in the country have managed to investigate, like, a facet each yeah. and come up with conclusions that they're sort of satisfied with. Yeah. But nobody fundamentally understands why what's happening no and i think this might be a problem of people who aren't mad trying to figure out what's going on with people who actually (laughs) are like yeah this is why chamberlain was outflanked by hitler he just if you have no comprehension of what madness is it's difficult to wrestle with it (laughs) and we came very very close to our own sort of appeasement dutton nearly got the fucking my favourite bit ticket. of all of this has been watching Peter Dutton wander around for the past week 
looking yeah. even stupider and more gormless than usual as yeah. he literally tries to figure out why nobody likes him. <laughs> And why he didn't win. Yeah, his experimentation with smiling (laughs) has been unreal. Have you been... He told reporters that he was going to try and smile more, and so all of these photos came out, and he looks like a dipshit. So, people who suffer from psychopathy normally Mm. work this shit out as children. Mm. Maybe because he grew up in some strange outpost in rural Queensland, Dutton didn't have sufficient socialization to learn to put any of these masks on. Yeah. So he's just trying to, like, crash course it at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> he was expecting r- it to be because he comes from... Barracuda head. How do I formulate this joke? Uh, the hills have eyes and the eyes have it. That's what he expected to hear. Because <laughs> he comes from the hills have eyes hills. His suits have somehow stopped fitting him quite as well. Yeah. It's been incredible. He's his the like uh structural rigidity of his muscles and bones has slackened a little bit as well. So he's just slightly more elastic and weird looking. It is amazing. Do you th- do you think he what whatever like power source was mm. fueling him or control booth was operating him, someone's just lost interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now he's kind of, like, winding down on autopilot. <laughs> Maybe. Or it's like a USS Enterprise thing where all of the powers have gone to, like, I don't know, stopping himself from ending it all or something, and so it's taken power away from the systems responsible for, like, putting up a public face or... <laughs> Not looking like a weird fucking mutante psychopath. It's it's truly, honestly bizarre, and I couldn't be happier that he got disappointed. I couldn't be happier that he's going to stick around with his dropkick friends and fuck things up for the Liberal Party again after the election, when they insist that they would have won the election if Despite only Despite being the only reason why they've lost mainstream Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The thorn being like, I'm more of a lion than you'll ever be. <laughs> Bitch, you're the thorn. You're the reason we had to go to that mouse for help. I don't know who the mouse represents. <laughs> um, that is a good question. I think the mouse probably represents either the Murdoch press. Oh, maybe. Although mouse is a very modest... Uh, uh, Appalachian. Yeah, but like them. obviously rat with rickets. Yeah. Um yep. the Murdoch press. Spitting through broken teeth. Mm. Uh or possibly the mouse could be the focus groups. Yeah, yeah, probably. Focus groups are the worst. I don't know how they managed to get the biggest group of absolute nudniks every time they do this shit, but... It's because they're not the Republican Party. So, as funny as the Republican Party is, and Mm. as joyous as it is watching the Republican Party just fall over itself now that the consequences of their actions have come to fruition, Mm. the Republican Party are also an extremely well-managed, well-funded group with excellent strategic nows. Yeah, well, the main the main roadblock that they had with Donald Trump wasn't winning elections. It was just adjusting their values. Yeah, so exactly that they right. Could do it under the Donald Trump and machine. The Republican Party have also been grooming the American public to accept their bullshit for mm. fifty years. Yeah, the Liberal Party just went from like this sort of high Protestant secular capitalist 
rationalists under mm. Howard with like xenophobia beginning to percolate through mm. to under Abbott and Morrison and Dutton just this absolute explosion of it worked in America, it will work here too. Yeah. Our time has come. Like, no, guys, yeah. the public is not ready for this. No. Australia has been tottering in a more humane and secular direction, slowly and inconsistently, mm. but steadily, since probably the 1950s. Yeah. It's also worth uh, noting that, like, the Labour Party, as compared to the Democrats, for all its faults, of which the Labour Party has a very great many, they still perform the role of opposition when they're in opposition. They call shit out, they directly challenge and stuff. The Democrats don't. Oh, do the Democrats that, really. don't have a Penny Wong or an Albanese or a Plibersek or, or even a Burke, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But they, uh, they also don't have any party messaging, really. They talk about how the country needs Democrats, but they don't have, like, unification against voting for Republican legislation or something. It's like... That's true. But I suppose the Democrats are a conservative party that's slowly yeah. and reluctantly beginning to realise people expect it to be a progressive party. Mm-hmm. And kind of unfairly. Although I suppose the Democrats did put themselves in that position. Yeah, well, there's no other fucking option for people. But they've always been a conservative party and now they're having to reorganise. Yeah. Whereas Labour, at least, used to be a socialist party and are now undergoing... We'll we'll see. We'll see what what new culture is emerging (laughs) from Labour at the moment. I'll just... Social democratic, I guess. Maybe even that feels... But it's sort of... Too much. In three years' time, I'll come back and I'll Super centrist social democrats. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Scott Morrison won it. Uh, Scott Morrison won it because the next most popular liberal member with the public was Julie Bishop, so obviously they weren't going to support her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about that fucking uh, WhatsApp thing in a minute. But oh, I, yeah. But I would like to do a very brief rundown on who Scott Morrison is because people, a lot of people seem to have forgotten. That people are way too happy that Dutton didn't get in and they're not paying, paying attention to who did. Yeah, so Scott Morrison was the immigration minister responsible for, uh, in large part, for setting up the shit show that we have right now and uh, i just have here some some of his voting record because that's a pretty succinct way to uh get a, a picture of somebody right so uh here are some of the things that he voted very strongly for according to the they vote for you website or whatever so he voted for very strongly a citizenship test a plebiscite on the carbon pricing mechanism a same-sex marriage plebiscite uh charging postgraduate research students fees Civil celebrants having the right to refuse to marry same-sex couples, uh, decreasing ABC and SBS funding, dis- decreasing availability of welfare, deregulating university fees, drug testing welfare recipients, uh, increasing eligibility requirements for citizenship, uh, increasing indexation of hex help, pff, increasing the Medicare levy, Increasing the price of subsidised medicine. He voted for live animal export, which is just a quick little bit of monstrosity. Uh, Putting welfare payments onto restricted debit cards. Reducing the corporate tax rate. uh, Privatising government assets. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, he voted uh, very strongly for... What else? For some other shit. And he voted very strongly against shit like a carbon price. Carbon farming. Ending illegal logging. Decreasing the private health insurance rebate. 
ending immigration detention on Manus and Nauru, uh, extending government benefits to same-sex couples, increasing consumer protections, fishing restrictions, funding for university, investment in renewables, penalties for breach of data, protection of Australia's fresh water. He voted against uh, increasing restrictions on gambling. Like, it, it goes fucking on. It's a pretty straight, yeah. this good, this bad, down the it fucking It is essentially line. to say that people think he's better than Peter Dutton for two reasons. Maybe mm. three. He's quieter than Dutton. Yes. He was swimming along like a remora fish in Turnbull's mm. wake, so people assume they have something in common with each other. Yeah. And he has mastered some extremely basic human gestures and expressions. Yeah. And he has a button on his back where when you press it, he goes, go the sharks. And his spectacles make him look friendly and approachable. Yeah. but uh, As he signs virtual death warrants on human children. Mm-hmm. But he has voted, uh, he has literally never voted against his party in the whole time he's been in parliament. He's voted 99% of the time along with Dutton, which means that Dutton is more of a rebel against the libs than Morrison is, although I'm not going to put a value judgment on that because for that all could I go know, either way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I know that could be a really terrible vote. Uh, he created the portfolio, or he, sorry, had the portfolio that Dutton inherited. Uh, he was responsible for that. And it is given that. back to Dutton, by the way. Yeah, he's responsible for that masterstroke of excluding Australia from the legal zone of Australia under Operation Sovereign Borders. Oh, yeah, that's that right. Shit. That's quite ironic, yeah. isn't it? Mm. defining your sovereign borders so as to not include your sovereign entity. Yeah, yeah. And trying to get an underwater atoll declared a port for the purposes of intercepting people. He's yeah. F- it's such a level of naked fuckery. It just yeah, I, that, this is... It puts, judgment. It puts the lie to the concept of legislation <laughs> being at all useful for reeling back insanity or monstrosity. Legally, we're Atlantis. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on there? The sunburnt country. How ironic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's who fucking ScoMo is. And he's got, you know, the... What's his fucking Alex Turder or whatever? Turdman. The guy that's in the energy portfolio. Who's one of the leading... Uh, I'm just enjoying... Angus Taylor. Enjoying your... <laughs> Your interpretation of him, yeah. Yeah, he's an anti-wind campaigner who in 2014 said that we needed to stop listening to this climate religion and instead start listening to the fucking bullshit, crazy sect of Christianity that ScoMo adheres to, presumably. Hillsong. (laughs) Fuck, man. He's a bad guy. Uh, (laughs) This whole situation has coaxed a feeble attempt at humour from the People's Daily in China, <laughs> which is the direct CCP mouthpiece news. It's not even like the government. It belongs to the party. Yeah. And their attempts at humour are always about as strong and solid as you'd expect, hmm. especially when then translated into English, which everything in Chinese suffers so brutally when you translate yeah. it into English because it comes across as being immediately way more formal and stilted <laughs> than it actually yeah. is. But, yeah, they they think the Chinese Communist Party collectively does have enough of a funny bone to, <laughs> to laugh at the liberals at the moment. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's two 
wonderful, funny things happened on the first day of Scott Morrison's prime ministership. A boat of refugees landed <laughs> on Australian soil for the first time. They did since they quote unquote stopped the boats. Which I That's mean, right. I feel they're, they're hiding in the mangroves of the Daintree yeah, rainforest. I think they've. I think they've got all of them, or maybe just most of them at this oh, point. Drat. What the fuck happens to those people? Because like they if, made it here, so so they get. They ha- processed here, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, but only as far as the law is concerned. So yeah. I wouldn't it's, expect that to have any bearing on what happens. Yeah, to that's well. This is what I mean. I'm sure that they're going to argue that mangrove swamps actually constitute yeah. Atlantic Ocean reefs or something. Yeah, and- there's a continuity between <laughs> the water in the uh, mangrove and the water in the swamp. And Operation Sovereign Borders means we don't exist. So where are they? They must be in the ocean. They can walk on water. Great. Might be Jesus. Doesn't matter. Going to the camps. We are like I f- Scomo seems like a decaf man. Yeah. And we are we're an intern accidentally giving him a full strength coffee away from full blown Pinochet. Just yeah. Probably. <laughs> hot air balloon over the ocean. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be a hot air balloon as well. Fuck, he wouldn't look that out of place in a fucking weird twirled mustache and a fucking stovepipe hat. I was going to go with a pith helmet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I could see that worn as well. really inappropriately with a with a conventional day suit. Yeah. That was yeah, a, that was a, that that seems a about his weird taste. look you got in the 30s. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's ScoMo to a T, a weird fucking look that you get in the 30s. Um, so the refugee boat thing happened, and then obviously, yeah, like uh, like you covered, the lowest liberal result in a news poll in a decade. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, um, what I, th- I think it it's close to John Howard industrial relations fiasco. Yeah. And that was combined with the Iraq war. Yeah. This is literally just the Australian <laughs> public going, we, we don't even... Are we angry? I think yeah. we're still bemused. I think a lot of people um, who vote liberal are quite disgusted by it. Yeah. Especially the ones who still... who are. By the way, the overwhelming majority of liberal mm. voters, not extremists. Yeah. They're really just people who like freedom and money and think that that's what they're voting for because they're not analysing it properly. Yeah. And they think that Andrew Peacock is still in charge of the party and that everyone knows how to eat soup and goes to the Savage Club and it's all yeah. fine and respectable politics. Mm. They have no idea that this bizarre cancer has been growing in the party, this weird evangelical fringe, which a couple of weeks ago mm. I erroneously said that the Liberal Party, one of the things that differentiate it from the Republican Party is it's still fiercely committed to secularism. Mm. Not for much longer, I don't think. No. Well, I mean, yeah. This evangelical infestation is going to consume them. It really depends on what happens in the next shake-up, I think. Because something... Because this obviously hasn't definitively changed anything. It's just replaced Malcolm with... Like you say, Malcolm's Remora buddy, and Dutton hasn't gotten what he wanted, and the far right haven't gotten what they wanted. Although Morrison may be willing to appease them, in a no, way that Turnbull wasn't. I mean, the the far right should be happy because they represent like five percent of the Australian population, mm. but they've somehow managed to control a third of the seats in Parliament. So they really yeah. ought to be quite chuffed. Yeah, I'd be uh, leaving it at that if I were them. Yeah, but you're not them. No, I'm uh, not them. 
they they're not- dumb enough to think that they represent the beliefs and interests of the majority of Australian people. Yeah, because they remember that one nice old lady they met at the supermarket who mm. posed for a photo with them. Not all the people who've, you know, had to be physically restrained from. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, how do they think that numbers work? Because they go to work every day for one out of every two weeks. Uh, in a room that is half made up of people who hate their guts. And then even on the side of the room of people who are nominally in the same party as them, there's tons of people who don't like them. So do they think that the other parliamentarians that they worked at work with, uh, gerrymandered into place or picked from some bizarre rarefied class that doesn't, I mean, cause that's kind of true by virtue of error, but like, what's going on? How can the far right possibly think that they have that much I think, presence in the country? I think knowledge of history is really low amongst parliamentarians. I think yeah. on the side of the Labour Party, it's higher, mm. but it's still very low. Mm. I think on the side of the coalition, actual knowledge of history is pretty much non-existent. Yeah. Outside of having read John Howard's memoir and... Yeah. The first, like, the introduction bit of Menzies before it got all difficult and he started using Greek. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think they really read. I don't think they have a sense. They, 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 they know what they think history was. Yeah. But as far as the actual facts of history are concerned, I don't think they've got a clue. Yeah. And, Probably. That seems likely. And I think within their tiny little communities, they probably are well-acclaimed and well-liked. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Have you read that fucking uh, little piece on Cronulla and how they are reacting to Scott Morrison? And no, it's, it's like actually. it's like a, a tasteless. I tend not to bother when I see the word Cronulla. Shitty, yeah, right. It's like a, a tasteless bit from a fucking shitty sitcom in the past, like caricaturing a rural community. And <laughs> Cronulla isn't really rural, but it feels like it. Though. Car- I've been told it feels like it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the quotes from the people. I think the first quote they pull is just like, yeah, don't really follow all this politics business, but if Scott Morrison likes the sharks, then he's all right by me. Yeah, go sharks. And it's literally like quoted as, yeah, go sharks. (laughs) And yeah, it's just dumb asses and people being like, oh, yeah, I don't know about all of this, but, you know, I think Scott Morrison will be able to keep those fucking immigrants out of this fucking country where they're not welcome because I'm just trying to have a good time on a beach with my white friends who grew like beautiful flowers directly from the sand of this native land of ours. It's despicable. And thought your dad was Serbian, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to talk about that. Remember the war crimes. Remember the war crimes, Davo. The Australian Serbians, like turbo racists, I guess. Uh, I know a couple. I know a Serbian. He's all right. And I know his dad. He's, He's all right. He's probably a Bosniak then. No. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I'm being silly, love. Um, you were talking about Cronulla. Yeah, it, I, I think I finished yeah, my finished point. point. There's probably not much to say about Cronulla other it's, than it's a caricature of a yeah. wasp idiotsville. So if you've got somebody maybe even a little bit dumber than Scott Morrison in one of those places, <laughs> they would think that the entire country reflected that place of just inveterate racists. But it's alarming because these people have access to census data and yeah. all of the research capacities of government. Well, and you would think yeah. that they wouldn't be quite so 
They don't even have to do the work. They could just get a fucking assistant on the phone and be like, could you pull some of the research and just tell me if my insane xenophobia represents what Australians generally believe? Just pull all of the polls on the topic and then be like, oh, fuck me. I guess not. But you know know why? Mm. Because people are in... This is what they think, Mm. that the silent majority... Yes, intimidated right. by political correctness. I forgot about our best friends, the silent majority. <laughs> political correctness, the creature that physically stalks the land, <laughs> attacking anybody who tells an off-colour joke. Jesus fucking Christ. So that they wouldn't even secretly report the results on the secret census that no one's allowed to know who you actually are. Yeah. Oh. Who's that dipshit, Rowan... Trebuchet or something who was on TV <laughs> recently know. saying some old fucking dickhead uh, was what? saying how like he's proud to use the n-word he says the n-word because uh, he doesn't have the courage of his uh, conviction. He spotted one in the audience Yeah 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 but he's like oh when I'm at home I use it frequently as a as a term of hate as a <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean, at least he's frank about it. Because <laughs> yeah. if you are an actual racist, this is what people don't understand as well. If you're an actual racist, yeah. it is understood that political correctness doesn't <laughs> apply to you. Yeah, that's true. It's only there for those who wish to make use of it. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> that is very true. Nobody is stopping you from screaming the N-word. If, if you're a massive racist, that's not the your use of the N-word is not why people hate you. Mm. It's 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 the sincerity that you put into <laughs> it that people find problematic. Yeah. <laughs> what a dipshit! <laughs> what a dipshit! Um, Andrew Bolt loves fucking parts of this new government. He Andrew Bolt's energy, another you know? one who was be- exquisitely confused as to why his pets didn't win the show. Mm. Because he's also a moron. He's really stupid. He can't read statistics. No. Which does not necessarily mean that you're very stupid, unless you decide to publish an essay in a fucking nationally circulating newspaper that relies on the statistical data that you haven't read properly. It's it's like... Then you're stupid. It's like, I, I don't know a bunch of things... That yeah. would make me look really stupid if I made a national demonstration of my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of the job of being a writer is doing adequate research to make sure that you're not misrepresenting the topic. And uh, I have had to perform statistical analysis more complicated than that as part of my high schooling in fucking <laughs> year 10 or whatever. So there's no excuse for f- to not put in the work, but then he's not looking to be like paper correct because he knows that he's correct in his heart yeah it's a much better demonstration of racism than people i think initially realized though because he would not have made the mistake he made about the chinese population if Mm. the question was are you born in ireland yeah or you know do you have heritage that is Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, I think, pretty well intuitively appreciate yeah. that these are referring to different groups of people or the same groups of people to yeah. give both answers instead of just immediately going, ah, foreign, yeah. overwhelming numbers, yeah. ah, fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 4% of people responded to this one. 5% of people responded yes to this one. The, uh, so that's uh, 9. The page number is 7, so that's 16% already. <laughs> uh, 
There's a bunch of numbers on this page, actually. I'm going to add them up. Oh, my God. It turns out that 318% of the Australian population is Chinese. They already replaced us while I was sleeping. Oh, no. I'm Andrew Bolt. want to go back to South Africa. <laughs> Fucking Andrew Bolt. Well, no, Koshy's all right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh... He, uh, yeah, I read one of his posts about the, the energy guy, and it was written all in italics for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just one of those little details that's so pleasing, because it's just... That's what 14-year-olds do when they get their hands on a GeoCities Yeah, I'm writing a serious article here. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't choose what to emphasise. <laughs> I cannot emphasise enough all of this information. <laughs> Either that, or he's literally just copied and pasted it from... He's italicised to indicate it's a quote. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> Hold on a second. What's this bit about the glory of Austria? Um, yeah. Fuck, there's just too many aspects of this whole spill thing. Turnbull resigned, right? Turnbull has, yes. He's yeah, so there's a by-election in Wentworth? Got it. Yeah, um, Abbott's... Sister Abbott's sister is going for it. Is going yeah. for it. She's she's up. She's running. I saw. Uh, I don't what, know who the progressive candidate is. If there is one, no, I don't know. I saw Leland Chin cheekily, jokily. Uh, Leland Chin to run. She's been fucking <laughs> taking scalps. Can see lately. why she resigned now because this has all been building up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now she's free to fucking roam across the land, cutting people down. Great. On Barnaby Joyce just this morning, and he's banging on about <laughs> if yeah. just uh, X percent of my eighty-seven thousand followers are leftists, and they read my, each of my tweets for thirty yeah. seconds, and that costs them collectively twenty-seven days of their lives. Yeah, and what did she say? She was your like, followers are all journalists who are paid, have to, pay follow to follow you. you in case you say something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler: you do. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. That tweet itself, despite being, like, just a dumb thing, ha ha ha, I'm wasting your time, also had, like, a but it stupidly high longer. estimate. Of it's also worth pointing left. out that it takes Barnaby Joyce way longer than 30 seconds to write each tweet, so it's yeah, a net so loss how much, for him. <laughs> how much fucking time is he wasting? And it does not take, by the way, anybody more than 10 yeah. seconds to read one of his tweets. So the tweet is this, right? If 90% of my 87,000 plus followers are lefties, why would 90% of your followers be lefties, Barnaby? I would struggle to imagine why any, apart from Will Anderson, who's a masochist, yeah. why anybody would be. I mean, I would consider following him just because it's fun to, like, get some idiocy in your diet. It's like fiber. Yeah, true. But then I'm not on, oh, I'm, not, I'm not one of the Twitter people either. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, Tony Windsor burnt him as well. Barnaby posted, John Hewson, really? He's never been a minister, never been a PM. Why do you keep wheeling him out, ABC 730? Hashtag Ospol. Tony Windsor replies, Hewson has a brain, Dodo, probably why they interview him. In your case, it's your dick that interests them. <laughs> Which I thought was nice. Yeah. Just, I yeah, mean, Windsor's another one who's been <laughs> sort of loosened his belt a little bit since. <laughs> Why would you give a fuck <laughs> yeah. after the <laughs> after the debacle of was Windsor was one of the. Uh, it was one of Gillard's crossbenches. Yeah, 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 yeah. So after that whole thing, un- 
folded, why would you ever bother with, like, comportment or decorum ever again? But th- this is one of the, um, one of the coders to this whole debacle. Mm. After the mountain of manure they dumped on Julia Gillard, mm-hmm. she was a more effective, more trusted, and more popular prime minister leading a yeah. more popular party in a hung parliament yeah. than the coalition have managed to cobble together with a majority yeah. in both houses. Really? Oh, no, they lost the Senate majority this mm. after the double dissolution. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the main things to come out of this spill uh, for me was just, now I have an admiration for how clean the Rudd and Gillard knifings were. Right? Like, yeah. you, you hear a rumour about it one afternoon, and then by midday the next day, it's it's happened. I tell you what, you can guarantee, if with that, that final um, Kevin Rudd challenge before the election, if mm. he'd have lost it, he would not have been back 48 fucking hours later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something... I don't like Malcolm Turnbull. We've we've established this in the past. No, no, however, no sympathy for Malcolm. Don't give a shit. But however, it was stupid I am, of them to get I am, rid of him. I am thankful for the like procedural clusterfuck that he has done his best to put into place. Oh, Once he yeah. knew that he was how how, gone. how great was that? As soon as it was too late to achieve anything, he mm. suddenly turned into the best operator in the fucking room. <laughs> yeah. He goes, all right, fine. I'm going to make sure that one of my people has enough time to get the numbers to beat you. Yeah, well, the whole thing. <laughs> he calls the first spill before Dutton has had a chance to, to prepare, just to embarrass him. Then he demands the petition, and in the time that that gives him fucking organises the Scott Morrison thing, then comes out and does that speech where he's just like, ah, well, you know, I think it's uh, principally an ideological problem that some people aren't interested in process, but uh, anyway, I'll probably be out of a job tomorrow, so uh, peace. (laughs) (laughs) And then announcing that he would resign, forcing a by-election and jeopardising their majority. Yep. And they have chosen to really fuck things up for themselves by running another abbot. Yeah. <laughs> in Wentworth, a seat where that sort of person is definitely not welcome, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Let's run uh, the sister of one of the chief <laughs> architects of the fucking <laughs> treachery that unseated their MP. So who have the Greens put in? The Greens have put up... Uh, Dominic, excuse me, Dominic Wickenack, who'd be the first Torres Strait Islander to be elected to federal parliament if he manages to win. He definitely won't. He definitely won't. We have, we have, don't know, if, to be honest, I think probably a member of the Greens party would be maybe do all right. Wentworth might have some strong anti-liberal feeling now. Maybe. It was. And the Greens are a, quite popular with, with the, uh, with the rich people now. Now that they've got Dean Natale in charge. <laughs> Maybe. It was a, like, decisive Liberal victory at the last election. It was, That's like, 52,000 to 11,000. Yeah, but that was like when, that. like, the suave Prime Minister was their yeah. candidate, not 
Mad Abbott's mad sister. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's definitely going to hit them. Because this is possibly an electorate where people actually pay attention to who the candidate is as well. Here's the thing, though. I just read that Wentworth had a huge turnout in favour of same-sex marriage for the plebiscite. Uh, and she is so, a gay. And she campaigned for it against Abbott, so maybe... Maybe. Maybe she is a safe choice. You can have it all. You can be socially progressive and fiscally conservative. I don't know if she's generally socially progressive, though. No, she's she's socially progressive when it turns out that she's gay. Yeah. I don't think she has any other form. She's just living the permanent version of other people's abortions are immoral, but mine is necessary. It's just that she happens to be... My secretary's is necessary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she happens to be gay all the time, so obviously she has to be in favour of it. Don't necessarily trust her moral integrity as a person. I absolutely Uh, don't. Um, The next thing we've got is, and this is an absolute no-hoper, independent Dr. Karen Phelps. Uh, Why is she a no-hoper? Because she's eminently qualified for holding uh, positions of integrity in public life as (laughs) former president of the Australian Medical Association and Mm. uh, practising GP and city councillor. So I don't know what the fuck she'd bring to the... uh, Yeah. To it. Not happening. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll probably retain Wentworth, but maybe not. Maybe not. I still can't find any work... On the Labour Party's activities. Yeah, it was uh, Evan somebody last year. Last election, I mean, sorry. Uh, It was Evan Hughes, who I don't know anything about. Well, he sounds like a Labour man. Yeah, he does. It's a pretty... It's a very Labour name, Evan Hughes. Stock standard Labour name. Uh, but yes, the long of the short of it is, even if they do manage to retain Wentworth, uh, Turnbull has created a massive shitstorm for them to, to clean up in the aftermath of his leaving. And I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happy that the Liberal Party is in disarray. After the mileage that they got out of the Labour spill shit... Yeah, and it, it it's 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 very reminiscent of the British Tories at the moment. Yeah, and all of that uh, fear mongering about Jeremy Corbyn's coalition of chaos, and yeah. then they end up in bed with a day you pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would like anti blasphemy laws extended to include advocates for climate change. Yeah. Did you say Julian Rees-Mogg said some fucking insane thing recently about how we need... Oh, I don't know. Was it in English? Was it... We need... Or was it in fucking some ancient Mediterranean... Etruscan. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said we need borders again. Uh, sorry, Jacob, not Julian. Uh... Oh, God, it is Jacob. I always call him Julian as well. It seems much more yeah. appropriate. Have people inspected at Irish border after Brexit, says Rhys Mogg, and he specifically said we need it to be like the Troubles, which is just the most (laughs) tone-deaf thing. We're trying to bring stability to our country, so let's make it like the Troubles. Is there a context for this, or did he just mention it while he was ordering a cappuccino? (laughs) I'm not not aware of any context for it. I think he's just, like, you get bored a little bit with the massive fucking dookies that you keep dropping in the Brexit soup, so you have to make more. This is part of his campaign to make Boris Johnson obsolete, presumably. 
Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he's just trying to supplant the big sack of fucking shit. Uh, oh, no, I think he has. I think Boris is wobbling away into oblivion. I think Mog is far more um, paternalistic, yeah. patrician, patriarchal, all the things, and more English and fun than Boris Johnson. <laughs> sort of, you know, he, he, he really uh, outmaneuvered himself in many ways, Boris, because his advocacy for Brexit is what's given Jacob Rees-Mogg all this cachet and power. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I have the full quote here. Would you like it? I would love it. So it's from a public... Uh... As a passport holder of that sweet little republic, <laughs> to know what's going on. A public meeting uh, talking about Brexit and stuff generally, and somebody asked him about Ireland, and he said, Ireland would not be a free-for-all. It would be perfectly possible to continue with historic arrangements to ensure that there wasn't a great loophole in the way people can get into the UK to leave us in as bad a position as we are already in. There would be our ability, as we had during the Troubles, to have people inspected. Right. Uh, And then the Shadow Brexit Secretary just said, this man knows nothing of Northern Ireland. Yes, that's correct. Mm. I mean, that's basically to say we want Northern Ireland to be cut off from trade with the United Kingdom as well as the rest of Ireland and the greater EU. That's bad. Just guarantee it becomes a, a vast slum. Yeah. Which I fucking I'm sure that the English would be perfectly happy with the Tories anyway. Well, as far as I'm aware, there are very few people in England who give a flying fuck about Northern Ireland. I, most yeah. people are genuinely baffled that it's not part of the rest of the country. <laughs> yeah. Some people are embarrassed that they maintain a, a an ancient colonial outpost and a you yeah. know a region where they're conclusively caused more harm than good. Yeah, it's really only it's it's quite sad. The people of Northern Ireland who have of a Protestant bent yeah. have this deranged fixation with their British identity and British patriotism, yeah. and the British, the actual Britons proper, could not give less of a fuck about them. Yeah, it's pathetic. Really, it really is. <laughs> it's really it's, pathetic. It's pathetic, <laughs> and it is sad for Ireland as a whole. And that also, uh, yes, in a broader, more humane analysis of the situation yeah but it's good that we have men like jacob and dutton (laughs) yeah embarrassments to the societies they represent entrusted with power beyond really what should be granted to genuinely wise people yeah yeah fuck man i'm tapped out i'm tapped out and i'm sad I'm still quite happy because the Liberals are going to lose the next election. That's true. Whatever happens in Wentworth, um, Bill Shorten is, I think, not going to be a sufficiently effective leader to thwart some good ideas that will emerge from his cabinet of honestly, surprisingly uh, talented people. It is looking like a time to be cautiously optimistic. It is. Not only are the Liberals going to lose the next election, it's kind of hard to see them... They could getting their shit together in time for the election. After. I, I can absolutely see them reverting to a pre-Mingus uh, yeah. society, you know, of, a, of of an actual liberal party yeah. and a nationalist party. Well, they, and uh, they already breached that seal with uh, a few of the national MPs who were disgusted by the whole thing and and said that they would cross the floor and uh, or go to the crossbench or or what have you. And people asking the Nationals leader to renegotiate deals with the Liberals in the face of the leadership spill and him being kind of a simpering 
dick about it and not quite getting what they wanted. So yeah, I can I can buy it. That'd be a good idea. It, the the in fact the liberal the moderates mm. right the 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 bishops and pines and so forth and a Matthias Corman who's in the weirdest position ever mm. after pointlessly betraying the leader he claimed quite a Judas move wasn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it please was. forgive me I know not what I do <laughs> exactly really sad about this actually I don't like Peter at all it's like. <laughs> Malcolm Turnbull and Matthias Corman are sitting in the Prime Minister's office watching the news footage of uh, of Dutton giving a speech or something, and then Corman just steps in behind <laughs> Dutton in frame, and Turnbull looks around and Corman's gone. Like, wait, what the fuck? There was such a sharp turnaround between I have absolute loyalty for my leader, and then just... And so then the way he chose to betray Turnbull mm. was in such a fashion as to not ingratiate himself with his new master at all. Yeah. He was basically, I don't want to do this. I think Malcolm's the best man for the job. I'm basically obliged to stab him in the back because of party machinations, but I'm furious. <laughs> Fuck Dutton. It's like, why are you doing... You're not going to... Yeah, it just burned. Ev- spontaneously combusted every single bridge, ferry, and helipad on your island. Except and then for the somehow yeah, Scomo's yeah. just gone. Oh no! But yeah, obviously you'll still lead the party in the Senate <laughs> and be responsible for all of finance because you're so trustworthy. Well, because <laughs> Scott Morrison was the one <laughs> leadership contender that he didn't betray. <laughs> Actually, that's true because he also fucked Gillard on the WhatsApp thing, didn't he? Uh, Bishop. Bishop, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Got Majulis confused. Yeah. They've all been betrayed by the men in their parties. <laughs> Do you want to talk about WhatsApp before we wrap up and, and, and go? Yeah. I mean, there's not, like... This was such an obvious ro- Russian troll bot situation. <laughs> yeah. It's just beautiful. So, obviously, the WhatsApp thread got leaked, and they thought that the, the moderates in favour of Bishop thought that uh, there was credible information that if they voted for Bishop, Morrison would lose the first round and that his votes would mostly go to Dutton. Yeah, which they totally forgot how their own voting system worked and the fact that it's up to them where their vote then goes. Yeah. It's... uh, That's literally how stupid the constituent parts of the Liberal Party are. Fucking just (laughs) super wild. They... Yeah. They they all... They wanted to vote for... Yeah. Bishop. Literally, our hearts may be pulling us for, to Bishop, but we have to vote for we Morrison. Vote. Has anybody told? And then uh, Chris Pine is like, I've told her. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he did. But I bet he did In it so obliquely, she had no idea what he just said. <laughs> well, what he said was, I've told her very respectfully. Oh, right. So yeah. she totally didn't notice what yeah. he said. Yeah. What's that, that episode of Parts and Rec where Rob Lowe breaks up with Rashida Jones, but he's such a nice guy, she doesn't realise <laughs> that that's what he's done for yeah. another fortnight. It'd be something like that. Chris Pine. <laughs> Hello, Julie. Uh, uh, my evening rose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just uh, want to see how you're doing, because obviously, well, uh, <laughs> well, you know. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> and then, yeah. She fucking thought that she was going to do well in WA, and then she got one vote. She got one vote from WA Liberals. Oh, my God. Her own just, ones that yeah. she's raised from chicks. Yeah. So God, of, who'd, of, who'd be a woman, Kieran? 
I don't know. Oh, I don't fuck. know. It's the most thankless job. To be a woman in the Liberal Party is doubling down on it as well. It's like, I'm just going to amplify all in of fairness, the shitty parts about being you a know, woman. No, no mercy for Stooges, Kira. If you're going to be a woman in the Liberal Party, I'd... Well, this is Julie Bishop. My sympathy is somewhat going to be going to be stretched to a certain yeah. extent. <laughs> this is Julie Bishop, and I, I, I think it's Julie Bishop. There'll be a little edited audio insert if I have the, the problem wrong. Uh, have the person wrong, I mean. Um, this is Julie Bishop who said, I'm not a feminist. And then later that day or very quickly after said, like, I get pulled up for stuff that my male colleagues would never get pulled up for, and I just don't understand what's going on. So, but it's like, I don't believe anything should be done about it, <laughs> and I'm sure I deserve it on some level. I want to make that absolutely clear. <laughs> yeah. So poor Julie. Of course, she fucking resigned her thing. I'll be glad to see the back of her as well. Oh, but she was so. Pr- I think you're really underestimating these like appalling reactionary people who are very presentable, Kieran. Yeah. First John McCain, now Julie Bishop. Honestly, does, does nothing sacred... Does, does presentability mean nothing? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if it does. It's hard the, to... We f- all know the problem with Hitler was the way he ate his <laughs> asparagus. Yeah, and he was a short, knobbly, weird-looking dude. And he had that r- ridiculous chaplain moustache. Yeah, yeah. If he'd have cut up... If only he'd been a bit more like, you know, sort of if it's Stalin's moustache... Yeah, Churchill's uh, a dry sensibility. Then we yeah. could have got somewhere. Yeah, we could have. We could have really done something with that Reich. But much like the Liberal Party, it fell apart. And uh, Hugo Boss couldn't save them on the presentability front, and they wouldn't be able to save the Liberal Party either. I mean, we're jesting here, but Hugo Boss is responsible for <laughs> the alarming degree to which. <laughs> Nazis are still popular People's, with certain yeah, this re- is true, reactionary sectors. If 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 Versace yeah. had given them some sort of like horrible garish clashing yeah. uniforms, then yeah, we wouldn't be hearing about them. All of the racists would be like fucking Pinochet <laughs> devotees or something <laughs> instead. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we I think we covered the spill. Goodbye, Melbourne. Yeah. Goodbye, Liberal Party. Goodbye, Liberal Party. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, speaking of Melbourne and Liberal Party, super yeah. quickly, uh, for the next week, watch Matthew Guy try <laughs> to keep an even lower profile than normal. <laughs> if anybody yeah. has taken on Jordan Peterson's advice to be a lobster, it's Matthew <laughs> Guy. <laughs> fucking Guy. Yeah. Um, I am the shadows. Talk shit, baby.